Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. minutes after 11 you're listening to the kendall and casey show on 93 wibc and brad kloffenstein is filling in for rob today so indiana lawmakers are sharing new details about their plans for mental health legislation this session so what they want to uh give a hundred what was the number hundred million dollars hundred million dollars which might actually in my mind be low to go to mental health treatment right so it's going to be a priority yeah, so Indiana, like Central State Hospital, in mm-hmm. fact, I think you might live over towards where that used to be here yeah, in Indianapolis. I do. Um, that was the state mental health hospital. And the state of Indiana closed that facility mm-hmm. and stopped funding a, a lot of mental health treatment. Basically, all that resulted in was a vast increase in homelessness, a vast increase in drug abuse. Um, I know in this Every school district in the state of Indiana is wrestling this with this, where they have students that are schizophrenic, have other mental health issues, and they're wrestling with trying to keep these kids in with other kids in the classroom. A, their distraction. B, they're not getting the help that they need. Mm-hmm. Or C, if they do, oftentimes schools are spending like $40,000 because you have some of these kids that truly have a mental health issue and are not they're not receiving the treatment they need they need in a standard school setting and these schools are spending 40,000 a year or more on one kid because the kid has probably two instructors that's with them they're in a room by themselves and it's a specially built room because mm-hmm. oftentimes these kids are a danger to themselves and others so i think the state is finally realizing they could save a lot of money in the long run by actually putting money into mental health dealing with these individuals on the front end, get them treatment so that their their meds are right, that they have the right instruction, that they are actually learning how to be functional adults or students or kids. And in the long run, you're going to save money because you've got, what, 400 school districts around the state of Indiana, and every one of them is having to deal with this issue. Yeah, they're saying once they get into the criminal justice system, it's hard to get out. And so we're trying to prevent that. And even, yeah, and even our prison system, the prison system was designed for rehabilitation, but the vast majority of people that are in prisons have some sort of mental health problem. They need treatment and they're not receiving the treatment for what their issues are. I think I applaud this. So whoever is behind this. You get the uh, the good clap from Brad Kloffenstein because this is long overdue. Now, do you think that a lot of this is arising because of the lockdowns? Or do you think this predates the lockdowns? It's because, some of each. Because now studies are coming out saying that one in five teenagers today have suicidal thoughts. Yes. And much of that is because of the lockdowns and the mask wearing and the not having personal connections and being face to face with people. 
I uh, talking to teachers from a number of different districts, they talk about the COVID kids, especially the young ones where they spent basically a year and a half on their parents' lap. Mm -hmm. Trying to reintegrate them into a classroom setting has been a challenge. And some, yes, there are some, there's anxiety and mental illness that goes with that. Um, And I know that, yeah, that they're dealing with anxiety far more than they ever did in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it is a factor of being locked down. They don't have those social interactions. Now you don't want to discount video gaming. And I think people could be sitting next to each other, but they're interacting far less. And just those, those social interactions. I mean, being able to look somebody in the eye and have a conversation about things is starting to become a lost art mm-hmm. and you can't discount this or that in this whole equation. But, there's there's certainly more of a need for mental health treatment than there's ever been. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you that there is a need for it, but half the problem began because of the lockdowns. Like it, it was a situation that was perpetuated from these lockdowns, and now we're going to need a hundred million dollars to fix the problem. Yes, so we were living in fear, and we got Fauci saying, "Oh, we could lock down again this winter because of RSV and flu and COVID." He needs to come up with another line, because so, and that's not going to happen. So we where, know that's where, not where does it end? Like you know, let's well, let's let's for your physical health, you've got to stay inside and wear a mask, and you can't go out and be among your friends, and then that has a toll on their mental health, and then we got to put up more money for that. Yeah, I, I like anything. I think the further away cause you, and effect here. Yeah, the, the further away you get from whatever the action was that caused it. We're all able to adapt and cope better. So I think the further down the road we get, three, four, five years from now, it's not going to be as big of an issue. But it is certainly a big issue now. And and I would say only part of that, and probably a a minority of that, is caused by COVID. A majority of it either is things that have gone untreated in the past and we're more aware of it now, but it is certainly an issue, and it's an issue that I even see out in the public. 